So, hey guys, we are going to talk about today. What teams this year will jump out from being a small team, so maybe the edge of the playoffs, maybe eighth seed, to becoming a big team with this year's offseason moves, trades, all that stuff, and what teams that are amazing already that will only become better, and what trades will bring a team down. So let's think. Um, I am really, really interested in that pickup the Mavericks had of DeAndre Jordan. So, well, he turned this team into a winning franchise, but they're good. The, I don't think he will. You know why? Because Dennis Smith Jr. shoots too much, and DeAndre Jordan has to get the ball. They have he has to have someone to throw him lobs to get him the ball to post up. I know he can grab rebounds, but rebounds is I and that's a great piece for the Mavericks because the Mavericks aren't exactly a rebounding team, but he he can only grab rebounds if. He's not getting the ball. Like he doesn't really. If he if he's not getting the ball, he's not scoring. If he's not getting the ball, he's not passing. Even though he doesn't pass, so when he does get the ball, he'll shoot. So maybe if Dennis Dennis Smith Jr.'s got to learn to pass that ball more. I know that Dennis Smith loves to shoot, but his percentages are not exactly the best. If you look up. Dennis Smith Jr. statistics 2017 to 18. Dennis Smith Jr. He averaged about four assists per game and he plays point guard and only shot 39% from the field. So it looked like he was shooting every shot he got because he got the ball in his hands a lot. So he needs to get a little more unselfishness. In because I feel like he doesn't really love that that pass. He doesn't always give the extra pass. He always ends up with an ISO mid-range jumper or a three. He needs to dial back three. I do not know why he's shooting threes. Why? Because he's shooting about 30% and he's shooting about six per game. I think four would be good then he could actually have a chance at having a higher percentage on his three-point shot. And so I do so that that Mavericks move might not make the team any better. Rebounding is a lot, but it isn't everything. Although it may add some defense, it may add some defense, but he's going to have to get the ball on offense. And I think, like Clint Capella, he is very he plays very much like Clint Capella. And if he got the ball on offense more, he shoots high percentages from the field. So if he got the ball on offense more, he would be getting you know thirty forty point performances because you cannot stop him physically because 
He's so tall, he can get the shot up over you at any time. His jumper sucks, but he can always get to the rim. He can always dunk it on you if he really wants because he's about like a seven-footer. He was an all-star, but then he lost one big thing, Chris Paul. Chris Paul was the one that was getting the ball to him. Chris Paul was the reason why he was an all-star those past few seasons. Once Chris Paul went to the Rockets, bye-bye, no more all-stars. He lost that all-star run. So I think the Mavericks would be a better spot for him than the Clippers now that Chris Paul's gone. But he needs to get the ball more often. So off of that... This was a huge move. Um, now, guess what team is the first ever, uh, is, I think might be the first ever team to have a lineup with five all-stars. Five all-stars. So imagine having a starting lineup and imagine what it would take like to get certain, that many players. How much salary cap, but... You know what? I don't. I don't get Demarcus Cousins because he he took a four million dollar deal. I mean, that's crazy. He went from about twenty million dollars to four million bucks. Like that's not. That's nothing. That's all the Warriors could offer him. So if many of you are wondering, well, how can they afford him? Well, they dropped JaVale McGee. They dropped a few other veterans. And then they gave him a $4 million deal, which for some reason he took. I think I know why, though, because... And I also don't know why, because he has two guys that he constantly argues with on that team. One, Kevin Durant, and two, Draymond Green. So, you know... It was a very interesting move on his part. Like, I didn't know that... I know the goal, and, like, maybe he wants to be in the Hall of Fame because he wants a championship. But I think he could have brought a championship in New Orleans because Davis wants to bring one there. So if he had stayed in New Orleans, if he had stayed there, then he could have won a championship there because... Anthony Davis is only getting better, like I said, in next season's award predictions. Check that one out that I made. But Anthony Davis is only getting better, and his jump shot is only getting better. So he's he's always going to be unstoppable in the paint. So his jump and his jumper is just getting better. His three-point jumper has really found a place in New Orleans. It, with a team that doesn't really have three-point shot in their arsenal, but he can knock them down. He's hit five three-pointers nine times in his career. I think he averaged, I mean, that's his career high. It's not very good, but he's consistently hitting three three-pointers in a game. So one, like, one game he hit, like, I mean, he averaged 2.63 pointers per game last season. Like, the most he's ever hit in the game was five. But he's consistently hitting that shot at a high rating. So, if he's hitting that shot, he's getting his mid-range shot, but that's probably 
one of his best shots other than, you know, close shot inside, layup, all that. But if he's consistently hitting that shot, then he's going to become unstoppable. So he could have brought a championship to New Orleans. Just him and Anthony Davis, maybe if they had, you know, Lord, another player. But I bet with DeMarcus moving, that took Davis's, like, Davis's chances away. So that's a really, like, he, Davis might not even stay because that's a really awful, like, that's a backbreaker for New Orleans. Like, if I were New Orleans, I would have traded a bunch of their younger guys. I mean, players who had good potential, maybe even Drew Holiday and a bunch of other guys, some draft picks, cash, all that stuff for, um, for like a star player. Kept giving Mar- DeMarcus a deal that he could not resist. And kept and gotten three all-stars on one team. And then that could have brought them a championship. And then being in the West, they would be a challenger for both the Rockets and the Warriors. Two big teams that are looking to win a championship this season. And I do think since DeMarcus went there, the Warriors have become become unstoppable. So unless... Some, like, and LeBron, he might even be regretting his decision to move to the Lakers because he he can't stop the Warriors by himself. He has no one else. Maybe if one of his rookies becomes something like, like a f- bunch of his rookies that he's got becomes someone like Donovan Mitchell, but he's going to have to have some other score because Brooke Lopez is gone. He has no one but himself. So while he might have an amazing season, maybe even win the MVP, that he can't beat the Warriors by himself. So I think it's going to be an interesting season to see how LeBron does. And I think he might retire after his contract is up with the Lakers because he might be, you know what, say, you know what, I'm done because – I I finished my career with, as one of the greats, like Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant. I I'm a Laker great now. I maybe I could. I mean, I might not have won a championship, but I'm a great. And I think having this amazing career, having so much fun. I think this it can end right now. It was one of the hardest decisions, but you know, all that stuff. Uh. I do think once the salary cap runs up, I think my friend Kane might say, oh, we'll sign another deal for like three or four years. He's just going to become better. He'll just become better. He'll be one of the best of all. He'll be the best of all time. Maybe, probably not. I think Wilt still like has it in him to be the best of all time. Wilt Chamberlain, I think he's very underrated, but... um. I do think LeBron James will never be the best of all time unless he has an amazing season where 
he happens to beat these five all-stars by himself. So he can't, even if he wins, you know, five MVPs by the end of his career, like say he gets one this year and then he stops, he has to win a championship while DeMarcus Cousins is in Golden State. Like, he has to win a championship this year or else if, say, DeMarcus Cousins re-signs. But if he can beat, he has to beat a team with all five All-Stars to become the best of all time. Because I don't think he has it in him just right about now to be the best ever. He has a great shot. He can hit shots no one else can make. But still, it's just, it's not happening for him unless he beats the Marcus Cousins, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green this year. So, um, I really, I'm really interested about these off-season moves so far. There's been some good ones, been some bad ones. Uh, the Wizards, let's talk about them. The Washington Wizards. So, there are three recently added players. One, Jeff Green. Two, um, Philip Rivers, not Philip Rivers, sorry, that's a football player. Uh, Austin Rivers, sorry guys, I keep confusing those two. Oh, by the way, about that, about football, I think I'm going to make a football podcast channel pretty soon. But, um, so let's get back. To, I, I'm pretty excited about it. I'll give you some, probably, I'll give you some fantasy football info next year because this is my second year doing fantasy football. My first year where I'm going to do my own draft. I made my own league, all that stuff. So um, I'll see how that goes, and then I'll give you some info on that. Back on topic, they also signed Dwight Howard, who recently uh, the Nets gave up his rights because the there was a trade that gave them that gave him to the Nets for a bunch of other players who are not good at all, and uh, some draft picks for the second round, and um, then he uh, the Nets released him, and uh, I think they just wanted to save some money so they can acquire a big player, maybe even LeBron James. They might have been thinking. Oh, LeBron might want to want to bring a championship to this team. It stinks. So maybe we can, you know, bring a championship here. And um, uh, nope, they didn't get LeBron. They didn't get any players this season. I think I think D'Angelo Russell might even leave after this season. Um, I do not. Um, I do not think that. Uh, he won't. I do not think that Jeremy Lin will leave. I think he probably wants to make this team go into the playoffs. I don't think he has any hopes of bringing a championship there, unless another big star, let's say LeBron, like to say LeBron doesn't retire. I think he'll want to go to a team like 
the Wizards, because remember how he switched his number to Mike to honor his his um his hero Michael Jordan. So I think he might go to the Wizards to honor Michael Jordan too. Go to that team, make like make that team like star, make it. I mean, maybe finish off his career there. I think he might. If he doesn't retire, though, I think he'll go to Brooklyn, Washington, or Boston, or Cleveland, or Miami. One of those five teams. So, uh, I think I'm going to end the video. I mean, I mean, not end the video. Sorry, I'm not going to end the podcast, but... I am going to talk about the Wizards real quick, probably for about three, four minutes. Um, but let's talk Wizards. So do you think, I think that their moves were good. I think moving Marching Gortat for Dwight Howard was a lot better because I like him at center. He might, you know, have, uh, he might have some trouble settling in with Washington as he did have trouble settling in with, um, uh, you know, Houston a few years ago. And, um, but he might, I feel he will make it better for this Wizards team. Martian Gortat could have been better, but he's going to have to adjust like he did for the Hornets. He's going to have to say, all right, I want to stay on Washington. I want to help them. Let's make it to the playoffs. Let's get a better seed than the eighth seed. Let's get back to our fourth seed magic in, you know, 2016 to 17, whatever that, like all that. Uh, by the way, I'm a Wizards fan. So in case you didn't know that, I know you guys all know that Kane's a Cavs fan. Um, but I and Austin Rivers, the only thing he's gonna have to do is keep his mouth shut and don't get tons of technicals like he did in uh in uh Los Angeles. So he's gonna have to like the Wizards have a team where they don't really have players who are gonna get ejected very often or are gonna get technicals other than Markeith Morris, but um, he's going to have to keep his mouth shut so the Wizards can uh, stay the beloved team they are right now. Um, uh, and one more thing before this video ends. Jeff Green, I feel he could have had a bigger contract, but I really like having him off the bench behind Markeith Morris. I could even I would even like him to be started because he has a much I think he has in my opinion has a bigger arsenal than Markeith. He can hit the three ball more often. His uh mid range shot just as good. His driving and finishing just as good. Free throw shooting just as good. You know all that stuff is the same stuff. I, I think his like the Washington Wizards don't have a three a three-point shot a three-point shooting team so i don't really exactly 
love love how they play. I love their mid-range style, though. I love the mid-range shot. Three-point shot's my favorite shot, so that's why I'm a big fan of the Rockets. Also, it's because my dad's a Rockets fan. So back on, uh, back on like topic. So if Jeff Green can hit that three ball, then the Wizards might have a better three-point shooting team. They might be able to come in sparks to beat teams like the Celtics and the um, Raptors. I think that's interesting that they move Kawhi Leonard, but it's not. I, I do. I gotta mention the Raptors before I end this podcast. I don't like their trade that happened at all. I do think that will make their defense much better, but they don't need to worry about LeBron unless they make it to the finals. So they don't need to defend as much because they are already going to have some really good seats. But by the way, they are going to have to defend the Celtics and they also have Gordon Hayward, by the way, now. Because remember, I, I don't know if you remember, but in 2016, the 17 off season, like after that season, they got Gordon Hayward in the free agency. Uh, he got injured first five minutes of the season, uh, was out for the rest of the season and the playoffs. Um, I think, you know what's crazy? So the, the Celtics are going, I think it's almost definite that the Celtics are are going to win the conference finals because so let's think of it. So the Celtics haven't gotten rid of any of their players like Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. And they nearly led their team to win the conference finals in seven games against LeBron James and Kevin Love. LeBron James arguably the second best player of all time, I think. Um, is so good. He can score from anywhere, but they could, they stopped him a few games that series. A few games it was impossible for them to do so. But if they are able to stop LeBron James as themselves, nearly good enough to beat LeBron James, well then, imagine how good Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward will be two all-stars. Kyrie was an all-star this year, and Gordon Hayward was an all-star in the West the year before he uh, he went to the Celtics when he was in the Jazz. I don't remember, know if you guys know that. But I just think that's very interesting that they got rid of him, DeMar DeRozan because I feel – I. I do I I don't like the trade, but I do like it at the same time. It's gonna decrease their offense, which they need to beat teams like the Celtics, but it, it's gonna increase their defense. But I do think that might be better for their team. I kind of at first I was like disagreeing with the trade, but now I agree with it. Because um I kind of feel bad for DeMar DeRozan. He wanted to bring a championship to um, to uh, to um, 
Toronto by himself, like, asked himself, like, he wanted to bring it to them. He wanted to win a championship, and the Spurs are getting older and older and older. And he doesn't have a chance of winning if he's got, and he's got another scorer who really, really loves to shoot that ball. And it's going to be tough to balance that between him and LaMarcus Aldridge. So DeMar Rosen and LaMarcus Aldridge, it's going to become a big offensive pair. But I think San Antonio, uh, I like, I think they will do better with DeMar DeRozan and Kawhi Leonard. And I think uh, Toronto will do better with, um, Ka- with Kawhi Leonard and Kyle Lowry. So it was a good trade on both sides, even though, you know, DeMar DeRozan's kind of mad. Uh, it, it does make sense to me. So I think I'm going to end the podcast right about now. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. This is Hoops Hype. Keep giving us those plays. I will make another one with Kate. Don't worry. I think we might have one tomorrow. Maybe not. Uh, We'll see, but soon enough it'll happen. Um, So thank you so much for listening. This is Hoops Hype signing out now. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.